Should you use a home equity line of credit to invest in a new condo? I'll give you my thoughts on this question on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Well, hello and welcome back to the show. Uh, Once again, we're going to be answering the question, as I said in the intro, of should you be using your line of credit, a home equity line of credit, to invest in a new condo? And um, I'm answering this question. It's actually something that I talk about a lot with clients. Um, It's a very common subject, but I realize I haven't really produced much content on this issue in terms of articles, videos, podcasts, that sort of a thing. So obviously we're overdue and I thought it's definitely time to do it. And it was brought to my attention again this week. Um, I was speaking to a regular listener of the show and a client who mentioned that this would be a subject that he would be interested in hearing about on the show. Um, And also just this morning got off the phone with um, a potential new client who was asking the very question is they're, they're wondering about as they're thinking about getting into condo investing, should they be using their line of credit, is that a good strategy to employ for investing? So without further ado, let me get to my response to that question. Well, my answer is definitely yes, absolutely 100%. You, if you have access to a home equity line of credit, then you should be using that uh, money to invest in a new condo. Now, obviously, there are caveats to that, and every situation is different. And obviously, the big one, you know, I got to say is, you know, I'm not an accountant. I'm not qualified to give financial advice. You want to speak to your accountant or professional um, wealth manager, financial planner, that sort of a thing for advice on your specific situation. But in general, using a home equity line of credit can be a very, very powerful tool for growing your wealth and accelerating your wealth generation through real estate or really through any um, cash flow producing asset other than real estate. Real estate obviously is what this show is all about. So we're talking about that here today. So the general principle here is that money is cheap. Money is very cheap right now, historically cheap, and it has been for many years now. Um, home equity lines of credit, you can get, you know, the interest rate now that you can get approximately and the, and the assumption that we'll use for this conversation when we talk about numbers is 3%. So basically you can borrow money against your house if you own your home and you have excess equity in your home, you can borrow that money at 3% interest approximately. And the idea simply is if you can borrow money at 3% and you can invest it at some number that is higher than 3%, of course you should do that. You are making money using someone else's money. It is free money in a sense. So if you can borrow at 3% and invest at 4%, you are going to make 1% return on money that is not even yours. Um... This is just free money falling from the sky into your lap. It is a very rare and interesting um, opportunity that you can take advantage of. Of course, if your investment goes sour, um, then your losses 
are compounded by the fact that you have borrowed money to lose money. Um, and that is a horrible situation to be in. But if you're smart and if you're wise and if you're prudent um, and if you invest strategically, you can do what many, many millionaires and billionaires have done to create their wealth, and that is using other people's money, OPM, as some people call it, OPM, to make more money and to grow your wealth. Um, it's the concept of leverage, and it's been used for centuries, <laughs> maybe longer, uh, to um, to grow wealth. And uh, it, it, in times like we're living in today, in 2016, again, historically low interest rates. Money is historically cheap right now to access and to borrow. So, uh, but at the same time, assets are appreciating um, at historically high rates. So it's a perfect combination where if you have access to cheap money and you can put that money into an appreciating asset and an asset that gives you, uh, that pays you a dividend, that pays you cash every month, it's really not that complicated. But a lot of people are new to this concept. A lot of people are this is a foreign idea to them. And quite frankly, I think it's just because a lot of people are brought up with and are raised with and our culture teaches us that debt is a bad thing, that liabilities um, are a bad thing to have on your uh, balance sheet, that you don't want to have, you don't want to owe anybody anything. Um, a lot of people still have this concept in their heads of, I got to pay down my mortgage as fast as possible. You see articles and books and we celebrate the 28-year-old, the 38-year-old, whatever-year-old that has uh, who has paid off their mortgage and rips up that mortgage paper in dramatic fashion, and it makes for a great photo op, and, and champagne is, is popped at this concept of living without debt. Um, but rich people and wealthy people and people who own businesses look at that, and they just shake their heads and say, that person is an idiot. That person doesn't understand that debt is not your enemy. Debt is a tool to be used when used wisely that can dramatically um, increase your wealth, but not just increase your wealth, increase the rate of acceleration of the, the growth of your wealth. So that's the general sort of answer and, and, and the thinking behind it. And, and we can go, we could do an entire books and 15 podcasts just on this, and maybe we will eventually. But this is more of an overview episode today. Um, so that's the overall concept behind it. And I want to look at a couple of strategies, basic strategies of how you can use this uh, home equity lines of credit. So Two basic strategies. Number one is you use your home equity line of credit to buy pre-construction condos right now. Um, if you so, most people do not have tons of cash sitting there floating around. Um, and so using your home equity line of credit is a great way to access capital quickly and cheaply um, to be able to do things that you otherwise would not do if you're waiting for cash. Let's give a hard, uh, real, actual example. So Let's say you were um, you're looking at uh, um, you wanted to invest in a condo today, but you don't have the cash to pay the twenty percent deposit. So let's say um, 
let's say that the condo is, let's for this example, $300,000 condo. You're going to buy a, a studio or a, a small one-bedroom unit somewhere downtown. Let's say $300,000. You need 20% deposit. You need $60,000 for the deposit to, to purchase that condo that will be built in four years. So the first alternative is you can use your home equity line of credit. So if you have access uh, equity in your house that you're able to tap into, let's say at 3%, you can, let's say, pull out the $60,000, all of it at 3%. It's going to take four years to get built. So again, the nice thing about home equity lines of credit is you can do interest only payments. So it's very friendly on the, um, on your cash flow um, and your pocketbook as you're maintaining your existing lifestyle and only paying the interest only interest only payments. So if you're paying interest only payments over four years on a $300,000 condo that you borrowed $60,000 for the deposit, that is going to be approximately $7,200 in interest over four years. So you're you're adding that effectively $7,200, you're adding it to the price that you're paying. So if somebody comes in and pays cash, they are essentially, for the deposits, they're paying the $300,000. If you come in and borrow the money for the deposits at 3%, you're paying about $7,200 in interest. $7,200 in interest on $300,000, you're adding about 2.4% to the price. So when you think about it like that, you're adding about 2.4% to the price if you're financing, if you're uh, essentially financing the uh, the uh, deposits, 2.4%. First alternative. Second alternative, you say, well, that, I don't want to do that. That, that. that doesn't sound good, Andrew, adding money to the cost. I mean, don't we want to buy for lower prices? Don't we want to save money? Okay, so let's say you, you decide, you know what, I'm not going to use home equity line of credit. I am going to... Uh, scrimp and scrooge and save and uh, put aside money every single month um, from my normal budget and I'm going to save cash. I'm going to make it a goal to save cash until I can have enough cash to purchase the condo and, and pay for the deposits in cash. Okay, so uh, if you're starting from zero and you're an average person or even above average person in terms of earnings, it's probably going to take you, let's, for this example, say it's going to take you four years to save up $60,000 of extra cash to make this kind of investment. So assuming it takes you four years to do that, and then four years from now you purchase a condo uh, with $60,000 cash for deposits, here's the problem. The problem is that that condo that you could have bought today for 300000 in four years from now, that condo, let's say even if it appreciates at a very conservative 3% per year, which is about half of the historical average for the GTA appreciation rates, um, 3% a year over four years, that condo today, that's 300000 In four years, conservatively, that condo is 336000 It's gone up 12%. So the opportunity cost there, the 12% increase in price versus the 2.4% increase in the price if you purchase it today and you finance the deposits. So buying it in effect for 307000 today is much better than buying it for 336000 four years from now. 
Okay, so there's one example and, and one concrete way of looking at it and understanding it. Now, you know, everyone's situation is different. Uh, the average person, I said, probably take a few years to save up $60,000 in extra cash from your current lifestyle. Um, you know, if you're able to save up $60,000 in a month or two months or three months, it's a very different scenario than a person who is taking a few years to do that. So every situation is different, of course. But that is the general idea then and concept that you need to think about and numbers that you need to run for your situation to see what makes sense for you. Because the market keeps moving. The market keeps passing you by. So if you have an opportunity to get invested into the market with capital that you have access to, whether it is cash or whether it is um, uh, debt through your home equity line of credit in the current market that we're in that is moving up it is a great time to use debt to do so so that is the first sort of general concept is yes you want to use your home equity line of credit to purchase pre-construction condos today it is a good idea it is better than the alternative of saving up cash and waiting one year, two year, three years, four years to have enough cash to be able to do that. The second uh, strategy and the second basic you know, way that you can use this, practical way that you can use this tool of um, equity um, is through refinancing. So um, when you purchase, you can use it to purchase a, you know, if you own a home, you can use that debt to purchase a, an investment condo. The second thing is if you purchased an investment condo, pre-construction, and then uh, let's say you buy that condo today at $300,000, and then four years from now, the condo um, is worth, uh, let's say, again, it appreciates at very conservatively 3% a year, and then so in four years, it's worth $336,000. Um, on completion of the condo, what you can actually do, depending on your lender and your personal situation, again, consult your experts on this area, but what a lot of investors do is they, they pull their equity out right at the beginning. So um, you bought it for 300, you put 60 down, it's now worth 336, at the time that the building is actually built in four years and when you need your mortgage. So you can actually pull out that some of that equity growth that you've experienced. So you've, you've seen a paper on paper growth of $36,000. You can actually pull out approximately twenty-eight dollars or $29,000 of that, uh, of that thirty. Uh, $6,000 equity growth, assuming that the property is is appraising at 336000 So you're putting down sixty k, and then when the thing is built, you're pulling back out, you're essentially getting a check back for about half that amount. So it's almost as if you've really only put down half that amount. You, you put up sixty k four years later, you get a check back for thirty k, and you still own um, that condo and it's now rented out and it's now paying for itself and hopefully we'll have positive cash flow of course as well so and then of course what do you do with that twenty eight thirty thousand dollars obviously you use that to reinvest into another property and you repeat rinse and repeat that process over time now 
again, we're using conservative numbers at 3%. What if that property actually appreciated at the normal historical rate, which is 5 to 6%, let's call it 5%. If it appreciates 5% a year over four years while it's getting built, that's 20%. Well, if it goes up 20% and you've put down 20%, you basically have an opportunity to uh, pull out your full deposit, which is very interesting. So you put down the 20%, you wait, the property is increased in value, you take back the 20% that you put in, and you still own the property and you still are getting income from it. Someone else is paying down your mortgage and the property continues to appreciate. Again, this is, uh, this is a basic overview, a quick overview. It might make sense to you. Uh, it might need more time to sink in. This might be old news. You might be saying, yeah, Andrew, I do this all the time. Um, but I wanted to get into this episode and speak specifically to the people for whom um, refinancing and using home equity lines of credit to invest is a, uh, is a new idea or a new concept or is something that they think is actually a bad thing and I'm trying to help you understand that it can be actually a very good thing. Again, understanding the risks and understanding your unique situation and, and getting advice from a professional. But this is how wealth is created. This is how the wealthy, um, the rich get richer. Um, this is one of the tools that, that they use and understand is the power of debt in growing your wealth. So hopefully that episode was, this episode was useful to you. And you found it interesting. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, giving me feedback on all these podcasts and, and continuing to give me great ideas every week, every day to talk about on this show. So we'll continue to get into the topic of um, refinancing in future episodes and future articles and videos and things. But hopefully this is a start to get the ground rolling. Okay, until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.